0: Hello and welcome to the Permanent Good Podcast, a podcast that's part movie club, part improv comedy. My name is Craig Wells, a.k.a. Permanent Handle.
1: And I'm Alex Good, a.k.a. Alex Good.
0: I am very glad that I have friends smarter than me.
1: Why is that? Uh,
0: Because, well, I don't even, maybe even smarter than me isn't the right phrase, but like you'll know what I mean this week I went to go watch a movie with a friend and afterwards I was just like, Hey, I need to go chair shopping. And he was like, Oh, do you want me to come with you? And I'm like, sure. Why not? So we go to Walmart and i need like an office chair.
1: Right. Okay. Makes sense. And
0: and I'm looking around and the only office chairs that they have, uh, don't have arms on them. They're just, you know, just, it's just the seat. And I'm like, Oh, well, that's not really what I want. So I guess we can go now. And he was just like, Or we could go to Target. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. I guess we could go to Target. And then we go to Target. Can't find what we're looking for. And I'm like, you know what? We tried. This is a good effort. And he was like, I can just look up online what aisle it's in. And I'm like, fine. I guess. So, If I had gone into that situation alone, I would have been with, I would have just had a broken chair at home. But these uh, people
1: are not smart. Okay. They just, um, okay. I want to say they're persistent, but it's not, it's not, there's nothing about this that's persistent. It's just that they put forth effort.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I really wasn't putting forth any effort. Right.
1: It's just like, hey, I can't find it. Well, let's try a little harder that's what they did
0: (laughs) (laughs) i am so bad about that i am just like if i can't find what i am looking for in the first place i just assume that one store has everything like i just like oh clearly walmart didn't have it therefore it must not exist
1: right which is wrong
0: very wrong yes
1: you learned what
0: I learned to start at target. <laughs>
1: okay. And not give up.
0: And not give up. Cause I don't like the I don't like the concept of I don't like secondary locations, as mm-hmm. the great John Mullaney once said. Once I once I'm in my primary location, that is the effort. Once once I have to be like, all right, I guess I have to drive again. That's when I'm like, "Uh, this is too much effort."
1: All right, I'm going to float a couple ideas by you that involve secondary locations, and you're going to give me a yay or nay on them. Okay. All right. Going to one place and then going to a second place for dessert.
0: Um, god, yeah, that's a little too much. That's when I'd be like, "Man, we have ice cream at home."
1: All right, going to dinner on a date and then following it up with a movie.
0: Um, ooh, that one would that one I think I would be cool with. If the date went well, yes. Let let's let's carry that energy.
1: Okay, grabbing donuts and taking it to work.
0: See, okay. Here's the thing. That one's tricky because in this scenario, the donuts are the secondary location. Right. And so if it and
1: was, you're not eating them there, you're taking them to work. Yes. To eat there.
0: And that one's a real big F. A- so here's here's two. Hiccups immediately. One right. has to be on the way. Okay. Two, I have to leave earlier. And that's when I'm like, uh, Am I willing to spend money and give time for this? Mm-hmm. That's when I'm like, Maybe we could just DoorDash it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 And then, final one this is a tricky one it's buying clothing and then leaving the store and going straight to a tailor. For said toing clothing to get altered,
0: I have never, never, never been to a tailor outside of prom.
1: But would you do that?
0: So I think that I take that back. I did get tailored for a suit once, but it was at the J.C. Okay, so, but I'm saying you I, I buy it there. I'm and, rationalizing. This is my right. rationalization process. Okay. So I can't imma- man I can't imagine that I would buy clothes. That couldn't be tailored in-house. So if they were like, yeah, you can buy it here, but we're not going to give you any work, then I would try extra hard to buy clothes that didn't need to be tailored. So I guess the answer to your question is no.
1: Okay. Good to know.
0: <laughs> Took a long route to get there. Um. I I also lose so much energy in department stores. Like, it's, I have to go with somebody Otherwise, I will not shop. I will just get something that fits and call it a day.
1: Yeah, I don't go places to shop. I go there with an idea of what I want. And when I get what I want, I go home.
0: Yeah, definitely. I ver- I have only used dressing rooms to shop when I am with someone else so I, I what I'm learning is I need to do as little shopping as possible by myself I am but I am but a but a baby deer I am but a fawn stumbling through a JCPenney's simply trying my best
1: well Craig in the effort of trying our best maybe we should talk about the movie um, you know
0: I guess
1: content all right ladies and gentlemen content, yeah we're ending our twin series with Liberty Stand Still and Phone Booth.
0: Which two... still is not a theme about movie, about twins in movies. Right. I've had to explain this a lot to people.
1: It's two movies that came out in a very short time frame about the same thing. And this theme is picking up a phone and then finding out you're being held hostage by a sniper.
0: Yes, And let me tell you, this very simple premise that you can make or break, as we learned.
1: Right. (laughs) There's a good way to do it and a bad way to do it.
0: So if you don't want to hear us talk about these movies in-depth spoilers, these movies are 20 years old. You can skip ahead to this time code right here.
1: Time code 3538.
0: So we're going to start, you know, our trend has been talk about the movie that came out first, first. And so that would be Liberty Standstill. Um, I watched this movie second, which okay. I, I'm going to say was to my benefit.
1: Do Do you prefer watching a good movie first or bad movie first?
0: Um, I really didn't think about it. I watched the shorter movie first this time. In
1: a perfect world. Would you rather be like, wow, that was great. Let me watch something else similar and be like, wow, this is so bad compared to that. Or be like, this movie sucks. Anything will be better than this. And then being Um, like, oh, this was sweet.
0: The former. Definitely the former. Um, I'd rather have high expectations met, I think. I'm the opposite.
1: Uh, I would rather start off real low so anything is good and then be pleasantly surprised.
0: Sure, sure. This is already like a similar movie that I've watched. There's a Chris Evans movie called cellular, Mm -hmm. which is like a very similar process, except instead of him being held hostage, he has to find the hostage, but it's still based around like cell phone calls in the early two thousands. So what a theme. Yeah. (laughs) So like I was, I already kind of knew what to expect from a movie like this. Um, And Let me tell you, Liberty Stands Still. (laughs) Based on what we've told you and uh, the title of this movie, I bet none of you would have guessed how literal this title is. Dude,
1: and it comes (laughs) up
0: early. Early. Because when I say literally, I mean the woman that is being held hostage is named Liberty.
1: And she gets told repeatedly, stand still.
0: So you would think by the poster of this movie and the name Liberty Stand Still, it's like some crappy uh, historical movie that your teacher in fourth grade would bring in and she would have to have everyone sign a permission slip in order for her to show it. But it had great historical content. No, no, it's just a bad name for a movie.
1: It's rough, bro. And here's the thing. Not only is the name rough, the movie's rough. It's rough. I'm glad you and I are the thing is, is when I watch this movie, I'm like, there's no way Craig and I are going to disagree. There's no way because this movie is a dumpster fire.
0: Yeah. Listen, I haven't. I think this is the only movie I've seen him in. Oh, Wesley Snipes, which is not great because now I have the opinion of Wesley Snipes is not a good actor.
1: I've seen him in two things, one in 2002 and one in like 2020. It's Dolomite is my name with Eddie Murphy. He is great in that movie. This movie made me think, why did we give him Blade? Yeah. What, what about this says this guy can handle a series? Because this is rough. And he is bad. And this movie's bad. And the dialogue is bad. And every actor you see in this is bad.
0: For what it's worth, I do want to say Blade did come out first.
1: Oh. So they're like, <laughs> we can give him this movie. It'll go fine. He's Blade.
0: Some might even say he phoned it in. But I listen- very, I don't like to critique acting because sometimes it's the script. It, I think there's a very fine line between bad acting and bad script writing. And like, don't get me wrong, the script was not great. However, Wesley Snipes felt like he was reading the script legitimately for the first time. Like he was positioned with his head up against the sniper rifle and the script was inside the sniper scope and he was just reading it. That's what it felt like.
1: Dude, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't know what he was talking about most of the time.
0: Yes. So this movie is surprisingly politically based. Like Wesley Snipes character is holding hostage a woman who is like the co-CEO or something like that of a weapons manufacturer. And uh, his daughter was killed by a gun that she that her company manufactures. So he is holding her hostage to basically be like, it's a statement on the second amendment. And it's, it's one of these things where it's like, all right, on paper, what you are doing makes sense. This, it, in terms of extremism, this tracks. However... I feel like we're missing something. I feel like we are on chapter 8, and we missed chapters 1 through 7.
1: Dude, this would be a really good episode of a TV show.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree.
1: Because there is drama, there's like a husband that gets involved, and his relationship with his wife doesn't get really delved into. We meet a character, I think his name is Dwayne, and he's selling coke on the streets. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a bunch of characters that get involved with that. There's a crooked cop and none of these are explored. None of it will get introduced to it. And it's, it's taken away because none of it is important, but it keeps introducing new things and none of it is important.
0: Yeah. And so <laughs> this crooked cop is the first person to like discover that Liberty is being held hostage. And he gets shot and is like at his cop car and dies in a back alley the other cops find him they're called and they and they find him they see this dead cop and they're like huh oh well and like that's kind of the end of his storyline it's like,
1: whack bro also this movie starts with a guy in a theater getting held hostage by a bomb that if he talks too loud, it'll blow up. Oh my
0: God, Alex, no joke. I watched this movie yesterday. I forgot about that.
1: It's, this movie is the CEO of introducing things that are not important.
0: And it is the first thing that is introduced. This movie makes us think that this dude in this dressing room is the most, this is the plot of the movie. No, we just check in with him about every 45
1: minutes. And guess what? We check in with him and the bomb goes off if he talks too loud. So he doesn't say anything. We check in and on him being like, oh, still there. Still not saying anything. Back to the action.
0: And this bomb is has a 90 minute timer, which is objectively
1: too long of a timer. Hey, do you want to give a person all the time in the world to escape? Give him an hour and a half. And guess what? they will escape also how much time do you need to get away
0: i genuinely don't know why this guy was held hostage but this guy had a reputation of being late and like he had like a crummy reputation with his co-workers so they try to jimmy the lock on the door to try to get him out but, like, he changed the lock. So they're like, oh, well, guess we're not getting in this dressing room. And that's kind of the end of it. And so, like, we're under the presumption that if anybody enters the room, the bomb will go off. And you want to talk about people that have low effort? This crew had low effort in terms of getting in this This guy's, room. like,
1: on Broadway. And they're like, let's get the understudy in here.
0: Who would still need the dressing room? Let's be clear.
1: Yeah. Hey, all the costumes this guy has and no one's going to call him. No one's going to investigate where your lead professional actor is. We're just going to be like, eh, he's a diva. Bring in the understudy.
0: Yeah. I want to know this guy, this actor was like, yeah, I was in a movie with Wesley Snipes. I was in a, I had a total screen time of 90 seconds and I didn't say anything.
1: It was obnoxious.
0: It was. We're talking about it for longer than this is a part of the movie. And it's, it's because it is frustrating me that much.
1: Dude, nothing in this makes sense. Also, the amount of the amount of warning shots the sniper gave.
0: So many.
1: Dude, stuff is exploding around you. How come no one realizes there's a sniper?
0: Yes, it is very like he shoots. Too many times for it to go unnoticed.
1: This is like and one of those video games where you have to intimidate a witness. She's so you're just shooting things around. The, like in GTA when you're robbing the gas station. And you're just yeah. shooting everything around them. You're like, someone's going to call the cops, right?
0: Yeah. And do you know what happens in GTA when you do that? You get a very high wanted level.
1: And in this, nobody has any idea where this guy is.
0: It's bonkers. It's Like I said, I watched this movie second. So, I, 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 I've I entered this movie having already seen a very narrow premise. So, I was like, the best this movie can do is the same as the one I just saw. <laughs>
1: right.
0: And let me tell you, the bag had never been fumbled harder.
1: Um, dude, th- and there was parts of this movie that I literally don't know why they were happening. Like, there were parts that were introduced that I'm like, oh, that is important. And then there's parts that are like... What, why is this happening? This doesn't make any sense. Like when she started taking off her clothes, I'm like, oh, For
0: my what? God, because I I, like I, the logical thing, the thing that I derived is like, OK, she needed to get somebody's attention so she could talk to them. And I'm like, there are better ways to do that, even if even. If, OK, you also, wanna
1: talk- if you want to get people's attention, but you're scared of, right. like, I can't let the sniper know I'm getting people's attention. So I have to do it nonchalantly. Taking off your top is not how to do it nonchalantly.
0: Hey, also <laughs> the moment I knew this movie was doomed was when she wrote the word help in mustard and tried to give it to a kid. <laughs> bro.
1: So whack, bro. This this movie made no sense. I hated this movie when she was like, who died? Your wife? your son, your daughter. It was your daughter, wasn't it? And I'm like, "Oh. Guys, this is some cheap writing we're doing here." Yeah, was like, not what what is she your therapist now? Can she just tell from your silence? Also, bro, how the bomb? There's too many bombs. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a bomb in the hot dog stand that she is handcuffed to, right? That's obnoxious. Also, um why Is it tied to the battery of her cell phone?
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: Like, it doesn't matter if I shoot you or not, because when your phone dies, we're going to blow you up. Like, what? This is another, like, useless device. It's a useless device.
0: Listen, I really don't like ragging on actors for, like, a long period of time. However, Liberty was not in anything else (laughs) After this movie, except for something, except for a 2009 piece called Once More with Feeling, (laughs) um, which is also rated poorly. Um, So maybe this movie just didn't have it together. Um, I'm looking through the cast list. Do you know who May was? Because the top billed actress is Tanya Allen for a character named May. And I don't know who this is.
1: (laughs) Dude. Dude. I have no. Maybe hear me out because there's only there's very few people in this movie. Yes, was she the chick, um, in the show in the theater show who's like sticking up for him, being like, "Well, maybe he's got other things going on." Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That might that might be it. So maybe yeah, that's um. It's the only
1: other woman I know of.
0: Yes. Um. There was one other point. Oh, the fact that um. She was to blame for any of this at any point in time it is wild.
1: Yeah, dude. Also, speaking of things that got introduced that don't make any sense. Her father gets brought up and she's like, oh, don't talk about my father. And yeah, we're super close. I'm like, I don't understand what is going on right now. Is this important? Is it not important? Am I supposed to know who your dad is? This is why it needed to be a TV series, because they only brought up. All this background and stuff for exposition, but the whole movie was exposition. Nothing happened. I was so
0: confused the entire time. Uh, This movie, I think, is a four and a half.
1: Listen, bro. I wanted to give it a four and a half. And then I realized this movie didn't make sense. And when movies don't make sense, I don't give them fours. I give them lower because I'm confused the whole time. (laughs) Sure. So this movie is a three and three quarters.
0: Okay, that's that's, because
1: technically it made sense. Now, listen, the opening music song lasted for 15 minutes, which is too long. It really did. It really did. But at least in like Clockwork Orange, I knew what was happening. Yeah. Now, what was happening was bad, but this, I didn't know what was going on most of the time. It was horrible. So, this is one of the worst ones I've ever given, worst ratings. It's a 375.
0: All right, now, phone booth. Colin Farrell, Forrest Whitaker, good, I would say.
1: Good movie, dude. It's a good movie.
0: great, but good. Both of these movies came out in a very gritty time frame in cinema. There are lots of movies from, like, 1998 to, like, 2004 where they – it was just very high octane. They would take any situation – and make it high octane, right? Like I think you need
1: women screaming, and you need men in distress and crying. This like you need emotion.
0: This is the speed of phone booths, <laughs> like like I don't know how else to describe it. Um, so col in the in this movie, Colin Farrell plays a PR rep in New York, where he, hey, guess what? He gets held hostage in a phone booth. Yeah, man. Um, th- things that benefit this movie b- more than Liberty stands Still. One, Colin Farrell is a better actor. Two, we were given character for Colin Farrell before he got held hostage. Three, it is 15 minutes shorter, which you wouldn't think makes that much of a difference, but when your runtime is 80 minutes compared to 95 minutes, it's a big change.
1: It's also a very big deal when both movies are in real time.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And... Both movies have one setting.
0: What, it's in they, one place, one the entire place. time. So this movie had like a few more settings in the terms of that, like they cut away to other places. But like Colin, ninety percent of the movie, Colin Farrell is in one place.
1: Right. I also liked this movie because I felt like the sniper had thought things through.
0: Yes, this one was very much like. It, this had a smart villain. If you like smart antagonists, that's this movie. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland is the sniper.
1: He's, the, yeah, he's like the voice of the sniper.
0: Yes, because you don't see the sniper until, spoiler, the very end of the movie. And so, I mean, I looked it up ahead of time. I knew Kiefer Sutherland was the voice. Oh, I didn't. Uh, um, so, like, I, the image was in my head. But I don't think that took away from the movie at all. Um. The only time it took away from the movie was when they tried to do like that bait and switch where the they where they made us think the pizza guy was right. the sniper, mm-hmm. and and even then I was like oh maybe Kiefer Sutherland did the voice but it was the pizza guy actually right. they just hired a vo- a voiceover for it but then I was like no it really was Kiefer Sutherland.
1: Also, another thing this movie does exactly the same as the other is both main characters getting held hostage are in affairs and you get to see both the person they're married to and the other person.
0: Yes. I cared more when they did it here though. Even though in Liberty stands still her affair partner dies. (laughs) Even though he dies. I cared more in this one. Uh, I will say another thing that this movie does that Liberty Standstill did is Kiefer Sutherland did take more shots than I think that he could have gotten away with.
1: I think he, he took less shots than Liberty Standstill. Yes. But he shouldn't have gotten away with how many he did.
0: Yes. Yes. 100%. I, that, that's what, yes. Um, also, okay. Maybe you disagree with me on this. I thought the escorts were the most annoying characters on the planet.
1: Yes, but I think that was literally the point. Cuz one yes. of the guys is like, "Do you hear what they sound like?"
0: It was ju- it was just one of those things where like so many so much of this movie would have been diffused if they weren't so attached to this phone booth. It was like I blame the majority of the tension of this movie from the escorts, because Colin Farrell was very much like, Hey, I have something very important going on here. I will literally give you my cell phone if you stop caring about this phone booth.
1: Yeah, here's money. Here's my expensive watch. Here's my cell phone. Just let me have this booth.
0: And so it was that was frustrating. That is probably the biggest knock that I will give this movie is the this movie, these escorts. Should not have cared about this phone booth as much as they did, especially since it was getting torn down anyway. Like, they I don't go- think
1: they knew that because this movie opens up with like there's New York has phone booths on every block, but more people are using their cell phones. This is the last phone booth and it's about to get torn down. I think it gets torn down because it's destroyed by the end of the movie. <laughs>
0: Um, the narration made it sound like the, the phone booth was going to get torn down anyway. Yeah. Um, so I'm just like, I, I was so over the energy that they were bringing and then they bring out their boss and I'm like, guys, we need to stop roping people into this. You are making this, a like even take the hostage situation out of it. They were making a much bigger deal out of it than I would have given them credit for. I needed them to dial it back like six notches.
1: Yeah, but I think that's why we're that, when that's happening, we're on Stu's side. We're like, do whatever it takes. Just get them out of here. Yes. They're for obnoxious. Sure, definitely.
0: Yeah. And like, meanwhile, I like, I get why the pizza guy was upset, right? Like, yeah, I, he's
1: like, man, I'm just trying to do my job, bro.
0: So like, I, I don't want to say I was always on Stu's side 100%. Like there were some times when I'm like, okay, Stu, like, you come on a little bit. Come on. I really liked Forrest Whitaker in this. Yes. Uh, I thought he was very good. Um, I think that he does a very good job at de-escalating the situation both for Stu and for his team. There are times where he needs to de-escalate Stu and there are times where he needs to bring his team down a little bit.
1: Well, because the sniper is taunting him, being like, reach in your pockets, reach in your pockets, pull out your phone. He's like, I can't do that. Because they'll think I'm pulling out a gun. And he goes, well, he's just like, you gotta do it. Or he'll be like, hey, ask him if he's good in bed. Like, ask the cop who's deciding whether or not you live or die why him and his wife got divorced. And the sniper's just having fun.
0: Yes. Um, the a- Another thing I didn't love about this is how the escorts... It, again, it comes back to the escorts. I really didn't like them. Where no. when the sniper shoots the boss... Um, they're like, oh, he has a weapon. Stu has a weapon. And I'm like, how did you come to that? real? Like, no, please use one brain cell between the three of you.
1: It's adrenaline, Craig. They weren't. They're in shock. They can't think clearly. I know. And <sighs> but also when Forrest Whitaker's character shows up, Captain Ra- Raimi, he's like, why in the world would this guy shoot somebody and then take a call? Yeah, like, that doesn't make any sense.
0: And, like, there was just too much, like, this, the the bullet was too quiet, the glass wasn't broken when that shot happened, and, like, it ha- the bullet came in from behind him, none of which, like, Stu was capable of doing.
1: Yeah, but the cops didn't know that, and they just had really unreliable witnesses.
0: Yeah, so so that's why I'm putting the impetus on the hookers, <laughs> or <laughs> on the escorts. Um, But, again... St- uh, Colin Farrell, I would say carries this movie.
1: Oh, hands down. I mean, he has to. Yeah, he, we're watching him the entire time. He's killing it.
0: Yeah, so I, I want to give props to him. He every time he does something for the sniper, you can feel his un, his unreluctance, uh, and or his hesitancy would probably be the better word. Um, unreluctance, <laughs> and when his reluctance would have i don't care um and when he tries to deceive the sniper you can feel his caution it yeah. it it really feels just so genuine he's very good in this movie
1: i love dude this the stakes keep getting higher cuz when this and originally goes down nobody's around and he's like i'll just freaking hang up on you and i'll i'll leave and then eventually some i mean then the escorts won't leave him alone And then their boss won't leave him alone. Then the boss dies. Then the cops get involved. Then he reaches into his pockets and the cops think he has a gun, which he doesn't. And then the wife, now the TV shows up and then his wife shows up and then his girlfriend shows up. And then he finds out there's a gun stashed in there. And I'm like, the stakes keep getting higher. Because before we're just like, hey man, you're going to be fine. You don't have a gun. You're going to like, there's no proof. He goes, yeah. And then the second he reaches up and he goes, Oh man, now you got fingerprints on the weapon, huh? And yeah. I'm like, wow, you're boned, man. Um, that the, sucks.
0: The other thing I didn't love about this movie is I felt like the sniper's motivation was hazy at best. Um, because he goes on this monologue about how he's taking out indecent or he's trying to give indecent people a chance to change. But the stew, compared to the other two people, very low on the priority yeah, list man. in my own opinion. Yeah, because he's I'm like, like he's doing, just a douche. He's doing corrupt politicians and uh, like unethical like child pornographers and stuff like that. And then Stu is cheating on his wife, and I'm like, all right, man, maybe we need to change our priorities a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'm like, hey, no one's died. Hey. This is crazy, but cheating on your wife is not a felony.
0: Yeah. So that was, a, I, I will say, Wesley Snipes' character did have a little bit more concrete motivation. I'll give him that. He didn't use it to his advantage, Wesley Snipes, the actor. But meanwhile, Kiefer Sutherland is over here. Like, I mean, my motivation is as see through as a window pane, but I'll make it work.
1: Right. Dude, did you, how did, okay, uh, we got time. Yeah, we got a little bit yeah, of time. Yeah, we got time. Um, what did you think about the whole confession he had to do? Just screaming out the window.
0: This ties back to the motivation of the sniper. His delivery was fantastic.
1: It was, he was acting his pants off.
0: So good. It was just at that moment, I was like, is this what he wanted? Like, is, th- like, is this, is this it? So uh, the acting, very good. In terms of a plot point, a little You're like,
1: h- is fuzzy. this why you're putting people's lives in danger? Is this why you killed a man? And so he could cry in the streets and apologize? Because that really doesn't make sense. Someone shouldn't be dying over this.
0: How did you feel about the sniper getting away? I didn't like it. Neither did I.
1: Didn't like it. Did I, I was also convinced for some wild reason that there would be a sequel to this movie.
0: <laughs> yes. And it like, does set it up like that.
1: I'm like, you just let the sniper get away and we're supposed to be okay with that. But the idea is that the sniper has taught him a lesson. He's made him a completely honest person and for, his wife isn't leaving him because his life was in danger. And he's like, you're welcome. And I'm like, don't know if I feel good about this.
0: I also didn't love how the sniper was a stranger
1: yeah i feel so, like a really good ending was like we knew who it was the whole time kind of
0: yeah thing. if it was his assistant that's who i was hope that's who i thought it was and then his assistant shows up to the crime scene and i'm like well there goes the best person that could have been the sniper
1: <laughs> right i don't know who i don't know i was excited to find out who it was and you just find out it's a stranger i'm like this would have been a great great plot twist and you missed it
0: Oh, I had a very good comparison. Uh, Liberty Stand Still is this movie's The Skulls. That was the end of my comparison. But that
1: doesn't make sense because you're not comparing it. The Skulls to what?
0: I just mean like any good Secret Society movie. I, just, I They had very similar energies is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, it just wasn't. It it was someone being like, you know what would be cool if we put it in a movie? And they just did that a lot and then didn't connect any of it at all.
0: So, I think Phone Booth was much better. Oh, um, yeah. Not even close. So, I'm going to say Phone Booth flat seven.
1: Same. Phone Booth flat seven. Uh,
0: it, it, it benefit This movie benefits so much from being short. Give us more short movies.
1: I mean, it was, I think it also was like, if your movie take place in one place and there's seven characters, it doesn't need to be long. Yeah. And this movie also didn't need backstory. We got all you needed to know was he's cheating on his wife with this girlfriend and he's not a nice guy. That's all you needed to know. In Liberty Stand Still, there was decades of backstory (laughs) that we had to get caught up on in a very short amount of time.
0: All right, Alex, uh, are you ready for the improv segment?
1: So ready. It's not even funny.
0: Let's do us a good old-fashioned PR training.
1: Oh, boy, man. It's been a while. Want to explain what it is to our audience?
0: Yeah. So the way this works is one of us is going to play a PR representative for ourselves, and the other person is going to take the job of... A press conference. We are going to play different reporters from a press conference, and we're just going to field some questions to the PR rep. And it is up to the PR rep to spin or manipulate maybe an answer to this question to make
1: their client
0: look a little bit better.
1: Sweet, man. I love it.
0: All right, Alex, do you want to be the PR rep or the conference?
1: I'll be the PR rep.
0: Okay. You should probably introduce yourself.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, we're now going to open up for questions. As you know, um, from earlier, um, my name's Charlie. I work with Mr. Good. Um, we understand there's been a little bit of controversy, but I'm here to answer any and all your questions. Um, he is currently indisposed right now. Um, but I have a couple minutes. Uh,
0: uh, Charlie, uh, I'm, I'm Craig with CBS news here and I have some reports saying that Alex didn't finish school due to his gross delinquency. Uh, can can you expand on that a little bit?
1: Yeah, that's just a bad phrasing. Gross delinquency being delinquent from school. He just wasn't showing up. Um, it was while he was sick. He had gastroenteritis. Which, long story short, he couldn't keep food down. So, so he was staying at home the whole time. So
0: would you go so far as to say that he was uh, committing truancy?
1: No, as I just said. He was sick um, and he couldn't keep food down. Um, so if you want a person who's throwing up in the middle of class, then we would send them. Also, did I mention gastroenteritis gives you ulcers and ulcers can be cancerous. So, so where,
0: where did these ulcers go? Does he still showing signs of those?
1: No. Um, he ended so you're up not, lying? He didn't develop them. So if um, he doesn't
0: have them, then you were lying?
1: All I'm saying is all further questions might be directed to his medical team, but they are not required to release privacy information. That's up to Mr. Good. Uh, if we can't next? see
0: the privacy information, then how do we know that you're telling the truth?
1: I guess you're going to have to take my word for it. Next question.
0: Um, yeah, this is Craig again, but with uh, Fox News. I had uh, a question. Sure. Uh, Al- M- Mr. Good said that he was boycotting the Winter Olympics due to, quote, too much snow. What does that mean?
1: Well, as you know, Mr. Good was raised in Michigan and has since never moved back to the Midwest. So he's got, you know, some adverse memories of what it's like to live in seasonal areas where there's snow. So unfortunately, it is very triggering for him to watch people involved in winter sports.
0: Okay. So, why did he just not watch them instead of tattoo, I hate the Winter Olympics on his chest?
1: The interesting thing about where we're at in society right now is he feels like he owes it to the world to use his platform. So, he is starting a foundation for those also from the Midwest and Northern areas who have trauma related to snow. And we are starting that for foundation this weekend. This is kind of a sneak peek. Um, and his brand is called No Snow for Yo.
0: <laughs> okay. Thank you very much.
1: Yes. Uh, next question.
0: Um, this is Craig with CNN News. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you elaborate a little bit? Uh, Mr. Good released a statement this morning saying that he was working on an NFT that was, quote. Wow.
1: Three completely different news stories. He is much more popular than (laughs) I thought he is. Uh,
0: He is, quote, creating an NFT that is even more harmful to the environment, comma, get wrecked losers. Uh, I
1: help. So very. okay. we're taking some real big leaps over here, Press. When he's saying Get Wrecked Losers, he's talking to the highest selling NFT right now, which is related to white supremacists. And they have had free advertising and publicity because they owned the most expensive and most reckless NFT. So in order to change the conversation away from Proud Boys, white supremacists, he is taking that away from them. So yes, Get Wrecked Losers is directed at them not at the world. He is staunchly against racism.
0: You know what? I think I don't have any follow-up questions.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Uh, Mr. Good will come back and answer your questions at his next available opportunity. Thank you very much.
0: You know what? I I think that went pretty well.
1: I freaking murdered that, bro. (laughs) I murdered that. That was so good.
0: No snow for yo could use a little bit of work on the drawing board. I but am not a freestyle rapper, considered. bro. I was like, because
1: when you first brought up snow, I'm like, I'm going to relate this to cocaine. I realized I'm on this guy's side. You probably shouldn't bring up illicit drugs.
0: <laughs> all, right, all right. All
1: right. You ready to represent your client?
0: Yep. Uh, hi, my name is Alexander, and I represent uh, Craig... Wells aka Permanent Handle. Uh I understand that you guys have a lot of questions about the last week. So, uh if you have anything to ask now is the time.
1: Um hello, um Doug CNN. Um is there any truth to the fact that he is single-handedly responsible for Kim and Kanye's divorce?
0: Uh yeah, actually, there's a lot of truth. See, uh, him and Pete Davidson actually grew up on Staten Island together, mm-hmm. and um, they and as they grew up, they always they always looked at Kim and Kanye as a power couple, and they're like, I respect these people, uh, on a, a career, personal, and marital standpoint. Perfect. And and Pete Davidson was like, you know. If they ever break up, I want to get in on that. And Craig said, "Why wait?" So really, I think that we need to stop looking at Craig as maybe a home wrecker and maybe an innovator, as someone who is willing to take chances, as someone who is willing to take the leap.
1: Um, a moment ago, you said that Craig highly respected Kim and Kanye. Uh, what was his stance when Kanye was backing Donald Trump?
0: Um, like I said, he when. Of the things that I listed that he respected Kanye for, politically was not one of them. He did say professionally, personally, and maritally. Uh, even Kim didn't respect Kanye, speak or uh, politically speaking or maritally speaking, if we're being honest. So when it, it really just comes down from uh, uh, issue to issue when it comes to how Craig respects Kim and Kanye. Oh, hold on. I'm getting a text from Craig right now. Um, oh, okay, we have now reverse this okay he no longer respects kanye for and i quote anything ever exclamation point all caps end quote
1: um that's very interesting because have you heard the news story that uh kanye is opening up a nonprofit school to help the disabled craig is not backing that at all
0: uh well he's not backing kanye's doing that because craig himself is starting his own non uh, nonprofit school for underdeveloped kids. It's called No Child Left Behind 2, the sequel, Electric right. Boogaloo.
1: So in order for Craig to feel validated, he's going to compete with a school for disabled children?
0: I mean compete is like that I like who that's a weird way to put it I mean like he's just providing more opportunity he's not charging anything it's not it's not like he I I think you need to leave
1: okay follow-up question over here Frank Fox News I know CNN and I normally don't get along but Kanye also opened up a school purely for students with LGBTQ um, situations where they were getting bullied in school. Okay, I just I straight heard, up don't believe that. I, I heard that I, don't, I Craig just don't doesn't support that. that in the slightest and that he is actively advocating to tear down all the institutions like that. Is there okay. any truth to that statement?
0: No, not even a little. Hey, security, can we get... Fr- Frank is lying again. Hey, seg- we've had this problem... Sorry, sorry. We've had this problem with Frank before. You know, we've tried to get him out, but once we start, you know, sometimes security gets. He must have sneaked in through the back. All right, we're getting Frank out of here now. Actually, no more questions. No more questions. Hey, my
1: name's Franklin.
0: Okay, Frank's my
1: cousin. No, I heard.
0: You know, security, get everyone out of here. Says the
1: boosters are poison from the aliens. All right, and that everyone with the COVID vaccination has exactly 20 minutes to leave the country before he activates the chips. Is there All right. Any, any uh, truth to that?
0: All right. I'm taking care of Frank myself. Nice. Cox gun. Nice.
1: <laughs> man, always a fun time, man. Always a fun time. Always P- a fun time. PR
0: conferences tend to get out of hand very fast.
1: <laughs> well, I heard. <laughs> All right. And Alex, Greg. what do
0: you have for our middle segment?
1: Our middle segment Doom to Fail, Alex Edition. We're going to see oh, how wow. you do, man. Okay. We're covering. Four topics today. Your topics are weapons, cars, clothing, and style, and alcohol.
0: Okay. I, you you gave me weapons and cars last time. Right. I'm not going to do any sure better. sure
1: not to repeat any questions.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I'm not going to be doing any better. I, I but... did
1: take out sports questions, though. Okay. It's because so you know you I'm did.
0: too knowledgeable now.
1: Right. Here we go. First one. Which one of these weapons manufacturers makes the military M9? Sig Sawyer, Glock, Beretta, or Colt?
0: Okay. Dude, I hate... Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I feel like I know this. All right? Colt does 45, so I don't think it's that. Beretta? (laughs) Beretta? Beretta? uh, I'm tied between Beretta and the second one you said. Glock. Glock. I'm going to say... Beretta.
1: It is Beretta. You might want to quit while you're ahead. We're going to stop this one right now. All right. What does ACP mean? As in the caliber 45 ACP?
0: Um.
1: I'm giving you options. Hold, so on, hold not, on, hold on, hold
0: on. I want to think about... Okay. Actually, no. Yes. Just give me the options.
1: Automatic Colt pistol. Aluminum case penetration. Air compressed powder or all copper pellet.
0: Ooh. Okay. I know it's not the first one. Okay. I'm 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 thinking the second and or the fourth one. Um I'm going to say so the pellets I'm going to say the fourth one.
1: Yeah, it was automatic Colt pistol the first one. What? <laughs> 45 ACP 45 automatic Colt pistol. Um next one. What is the advantage of a hollow point? um
0: no hold on hold on no 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 hollow points um they uh don't they like disassemble on impact or so, or like they break off on impact
1: because we were we just watched this in the movie so bullet expands on impact is correct okay you get three points for that one
0: <sighs>
1: in regards to cars what does camber refer to I don't know. Do you want to take a guess or do you want options? No,
0: I don't want to take a guess.
1: (laughs) The timing of pistons during acceleration, the difference in weight when unnecessary interior items are removed. Not that. Dechroming of the interior or exterior, my my bad. Dechroming of the exterior or the inward and outward tilt of the tire and wheel.
0: The last one.
1: That is correct. (laughs) Ha ha. What does a turbo do?
0: I would like answers.
1: Okay. Sucks in more air for the engine, creates more torque by using a different gear ratio, uses the exhaust to drive a turbine, or sends more power from the front tires to the back.
0: I don't think it's, because I know turbo does something to the exhaust, but I don't know if it's powered by the exhaust. So I'm going to say that the first Sucks two, in more air
1: for the, okay.
0: No, mm-hmm. I'm going to say the first two is not. I'm going to say the second one.
1: Creates more torque by using a different gear ratio? Yes. That is incorrect. He uses the exhaust to drive a turbine is correct.
0: Dang it. I felt like that was too obvious.
1: All right. What? This one is very difficult, but I, okay. I'm going to give you options. Um, You just got to put them in the right order. What is the correct order of the following steps when manually switching gears?
0: Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, hold
1: on. There's five. I'll okay. give you, I want to I... give you them so you can put them in order. Release the clutch, shift the gear, push and clutch, take your foot off the accelerator, and apply the accelerator.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna say, um f- <laughs> this is awful. Um, I'm gonna say release acceleration, push clutch, shift gear, release clutch, Push acceleration.
1: Is that your final answer? Yes. Do you want me to read back what you said to me?
0: So it is release, acceleration, push clutch. Shift gear, release, or release, clutch, push acceleration. Yes, that's what I mean. That is correct. Mm, Yes. Yes.
1: All right. We're entering in the clothing section. Okay. Which of these is not a watch brand? Okay. Omega. Omega. Lido Britling Psycho or Seiko depending on who. you pronounce it can you read
0: it. them one more time
1: Omega Lido Britling Seiko
0: I'm gonna say the second one Lido yeah is correct alright
1: I made up three different ones googled them they were all real <laughs> so I had to come up with a nonsensical word um, what are the three main cuts of suits
0: Italian, French, and Dutch. Was, was I even in final, the ballpark?
1: Do you want final answer, or do you want me to give you options? I
0: would like to give you so I would like I would like to hear something.
1: Okay, so this is similar to what you said: British, Italian, and American. But that's A. B okay. is gentleman, business, and tailored. C is dawn, dinner, and smoking. And D is castle, layered, and pointed.
0: Even though I listed the countries first, I'm gonna say that. The last one is actually it.
1: That is false. It is the country's.
0: Dang it. I just thought thought Italian would have been like the material used, but.
1: That's fair. All right. Chelsea's and Chucka's are different types of what?
0: Sneakers. They're different kinds of converse, obviously. No, um, Chelsea's and Chucka's? Yes. I don't know. Give me options.
1: (laughs) Cufflinks, cigars, ties, or boots.
0: I'm going to say ties. They're boots. Dang
1: it! All right, we've entered the drink portion, Craig.
0: I feel like I was. I, I feel like I'm doing moderate.
1: You're not at fifty percent, but ones you know, you know very well. Okay. I wouldn't say no. I, I'm giving you. You're not doing as bad as I thought you were going to do. <laughs> All right, I'll <laughs> take it. I'll that. take it. I'll take it. Okay. Here comes the alcohol part. Which of one of these is not an ingredient in an old fashioned? Okay. I will give you full points if you can name all the ingredients in an Old Fashioned, or I'll just tell you what your options are.
0: Just give me, yeah, just give me my options.
1: Okay, which one of these is not an ingredient in an Old Fashioned? Bitters, orange peel, cherry, or sugar?
0: I watched you drink an Old Fashioned less than a month ago. Right. God, I want to say it's cherry. I'm going to say it's cherry.
1: That is correct. Cherries are used in a whiskey sour. What is the main difference between scotch and bourbon?
0: Um... Is it is it how they're aged? That means nothing. Just give me my options.
1: <laughs> the location where it's made. B, how old it is or the age. C, how high the proof is. Or D, the number of times it's distilled.
0: Any of those are good. I remember <laughs> looking this up once, but it was so long ago. I want to say, say it's as simple as the location. Uh, is final, that final, final answer? Final answer.
1: That is correct. <laughs> all right, the final one. Gin is widely regarded as distilled from what? Pine needles, rosemary, juniper berries, or all of the above?
0: You haven't hit me with an all of the above before. I'm trying Now I'm trying to look at this quiz psychologically. Now, I feel... Mm, I'm going to say that you're putting that all of the above there just to mess with me, or you're thinking that I'm thinking that. Regardless, I... I'm confident that it's Juniper Berries.
1: It is. But it is I'm not.
0: Berries. Okay, that's it?
1: Yeah. I'm not going to okay. let you change your It is Juniper okay. Berries. Okay, good, good, good. All let right, right, I'll give you a quick review. There was 12 questions. Uh, you got more than half.
0: Yeah, I'll take it. You got it. more than
1: half. Right, a little bit more than half. Pretty good, dude. You didn't? All right. I mean, I'll say more than half is passing, so you didn't fail.
0: <laughs> I, I will take it. Alex, are you ready for our one-hit wonder? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, This is something I'm calling state maintenance. Uh, What we're going to do is we're going to look at our current states of residence. We're going to look at all those fun, stupid little facts about it, and we're going to fix it. Sweet. Uh, Would you like to start with your state or my state?
1: Uh, Are we going with the states we currently live in? Yes. All right, let's do your state first.
0: All right, let's look at Virginia. Um, Virginia, nickname, the Old Dominion State. That sucks.
1: Gotta change it, bro. First of all, don't even know what that means.
0: It means nothing. I think it's like because it's one of the first 13 states, it's an old Dominion. That sucks. Do you know what that makes me think of? Dominion Chevrolet, the car dealer.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought.
0: (laughs) So, no, not that. I will take the the Valley State. That's good because we have the Shenandoah Valley.
1: I mean, we can just make the Virginia's for lovers just the lover state. Just yeah. double down on that.
0: Sure, uh, that's a that's a kind of gross, but you know we can't get hung up on this.
1: We could call it George Washington, something <laughs> or other. Yeah, I feel like a lot of presidents were from Virginia.
0: George Washington also gets a lot of credit around here, so I don't want to give him too much. Um, so you know what? We can take it. Uh, we'll t- I'll take I'll I'll take the lover state. Sure. Um, the state bird, the northern cardinal. I that's pretty like dope. That. I yeah, I gangster. really like that. So I'm content with that. The Unless state...
1: another state has a cardinal and they just got the northern one, which would suck.
0: The state flower is the American dogwood, which like That's fire. I know. I don't want a flower that has the word wood in the name. They're very pretty. <laughs> they they're very pretty flowers. They kind of look like daisies. Mhm. Um so, like, let's stop beating around the bush and just make it a daisy. We can double up on state flowers. I'm okay with that.
1: I really don't know enough about flowers, but dogwood sounds sick.
0: Um, So it was the 10th state, which, like, I, which means nothing. If you're among the first 13 states, just say that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, don't care. I mean, sure. I'm cool with that. <laughs> just um, say your number.
0: Yeah. Uh, the capital is Richmond. I mean, I guess I don't know enough about state politics to want to change that. Yeah. Move the capital to the top of a mountain. Cowards. Just,
1: or just make it Virginia Beach. Just yeah. make it the coolest place. We should yes. all vote every year. The coolest place to be. And that place gets to be the capital.
0: Okay. Now, Alex, I do have some bad news. Yes. So Ohio State Bird is in fact the Cardinal.
1: <laughs> Dude, I'm the freaking dopest there ever is. It doesn't get cooler than me either. Dude, who am I? Nostradamus? Must be.
0: Which is wild because you are further north than me.
1: Dude, do you know what Ohio just did to you? you they did what you just did to West Virginia. they like, yeah. we'll be Virginia. you <laughs> be West
0: Virginia. Um, you are the Buckeye State. Hate it. I hate that too. Hate because it, I'm dude. pretty sure, isn't Iowa's football team the Buckeyes?
1: No. They're the Hawkeyes.
0: Oh, <laughs> Ohio's
1: football team is the Buckeyes, hence the Buckeyes team.
0: Hey, remember when I said I knew anything about sports? We're just going to next doom to fail
1: is just going to be sports.
0: Yeah, it's going to be rough. <laughs> um, your uh, state flower is the red carnation. That's cool. I'm down to climb that. Sounds that. like the
1: name of a band or something.
0: I mean, like the red carnation. I mean, isn't that what you aren't carnations? What you give
1: on prom? Oh, like um, corsage.
0: Corsage, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, I feel like that's the same realm.
0: Sure, I mean we're the experts. Right. Uh, your capital is Columbus. How do you feel about that?
1: Um, it should. I'm cool with Columbus. It's in the middle of the state, which very few states do. Yes. However, on the coolness scale, Cincinnati's higher.
0: Okay. I also haven't...
1: Cincinnati's going to the Super Bowl, and by the time this comes out. They have won the Super
0: Bowl? Wow, you're just staking your claim right now.
1: Yeah, they won the Super Bowl. So that means they... Deserve it? ...get, get to be the capital. Okay, what, I'm, I- what I am saying is it can't be Cleveland.
0: <laughs> okay, I have an alternate solution. Okay. You're going to disagree, but I would just like to put this out there. Yes. I think it should be Toledo purely because Ohio fought for it. You should do something with it.
1: No. <laughs> Definitely not. It's too close to the enemy, <laughs> and I'm on the Michigan side. I don't want them so close to us.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Um, that that's pretty much all I have. I just wanted to visit these facts and tell them how they were wrong. Perfect. What was so that called again? State maintenance.
1: No, state maintenance never coming back.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh. Let's move into our free balling segment. Um. So. Here's the thing. I want to I want to take this free bone segment and I want to set you guys up for something. Uh, the Oscars are March 27th, and so uh, the closest episode that is to that beforehand is on the 23rd. And I, I'm going to tell you right now, we're doing a moonlighting segment. My plan is to watch all of the Oscar nominations. Some of that is a little tentative because is that drive the
1: best my, picture. Yes, noms? all the
0: best okay. all the best picture noms. Drive my car. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get a hold of before then, but I'll, hoping all, all the other ones at least. So I will tell you right now like what they are and like where you can find them. Uh, Nightmare Alley is on HBO Max. Don't Look Up is on Netflix. Dune is available to rent for $6. Drive My Car, I haven't been able to find yet. Belfast is currently rentable for $20. Licorice Pizza, as far as I know, is still in theaters. That might change by the time this episode comes out. Power of the Dog is on Netflix. West Side Story will be on Disney Plus next week. King Richard is available to rent for 20 bucks, And Coda is on Apple TV Plus. So, I'm, as of recording this, I have three of these down. I plan on getting the rest of them before the Oscars. So I just wanted to give you time to prep for that in case you wanted to join me in my journey. Um now to the rest of freeballing. Um I finished the book of Boba Fett. And? Uh, remember when you asked me if I needed if you needed to watch anything beforehand? Mm-hmm. Uh The Show Made Me Wrong because by the end of the season it is no longer about Boba Fett. It is The Mandalorian season 2.5. <laughs> I'm not kidding. There are two episodes where Boba Fett isn't even in it.
1: Dude. Are they even trying?
0: I don't know. I feel like they put
1: all their eggs in the Mandalorian (laughs) basket. And they're like, oh, we got to come up with more content. Put this out. So I liked it. Don't get me wrong. And I liked the
0: episodes that were just the Mandalorian. It's just like, could you not have done this in season three? was this not good was this not season 3 and so uh, that was a little disappointing overall it was a neat show if they do a season 2 i hope they focus more on like the crime lord element of it but mm-hmm. the, even that is a coin flip um so that's whatever i watched moonfall <laughs> never so heard I, of it okay so it's a disaster movie that was made by the same guys that did like 2012 independence day and day after tomorrow. Okay. It has Halle Berry in it and she's it. pretty much the only, Oh, and uh Michael Pena who is, uh, <sighs> Louise from Ant-Man.
1: Oh, I'm familiar.
0: So this movie is not good, but it's also not as much of a disaster as I thought it was going to be. So the plot of this movie is, uh, chicken little, but like real, um, The moon is falling and it's going to hit Earth.
1: So when you say but real, you're saying but live action or the the sky is falling like Chicken Little and it's the moon is actually falling?
0: Both. Oh, okay. And so as a disaster movie, it's bad. I don't like disaster movies. And this one was not a good disaster movie. However, at about halfway through, it takes a pivot. And it kind of becomes more of a sci-fi movie than it does a disaster movie. And when it did that, I was kind of on board with that.
1: And they're just like, we know you might not be liking this movie. So we changed it.
0: Yeah, and that's exactly what it felt like. So when it was a sci-fi movie, I liked it. But when it was a disaster movie, I hated it. Uh, unfortunately, this movie really doubled down on the disaster movie aspect when it was a disaster movie. Thus 5.5. Um,
1: Actually, could, that's not that bad. It's not as bad as Liberty stands still.
0: Yeah. Really cool concept, it, but they, but it was, it was like a nest egg where the outer egg was rotten and spoiled and garbage. Oh. And the inner egg was shiny gold but you didn't want to get into the shiny gold because you would have to put your hand through the rotting garbage egg
1: oh very nice very nice
0: uh, and that's what i've been watching
1: well still hopping along on that blacklist bro but i've I've made a determination okay i've reached the point of no return yeah and peak bad peak bad peak bad bro i am season 5 episode 12 Whew, all right I'm, I'm deep in it of the eight seasons on Netflix. And I think there's a season nine is on, you know, Peacock or something or else. So I'm halfway. I can't turn back now, but let me tell you, one of my favorite characters is not in the show anymore. Ooh.
0: And that's
1: rough. this is like walking dead when Glenn gets off and you're like, Why am I still watching this?
0: I felt the same way about Orange is the New Black. Um, Spoilers for Orange is the New Black. Eh, not really. But they they kill a character at the end of season four. And when they did that, my partner at the time was just like, no, watch the next episode. They make up for it. And I watched the next episode, and it was like a tribute episode. But she was still dead.
1: See, in order to make up for it, they'd have to bring that person back.
0: Yeah. So I'm like, uh, so... I already was losing steam with Orange is the New Black. I didn't care for it by the time they killed that character. So I'm just like, oh, perfect. You gave me a reason to stop watching your show.
1: Right. And I want to stop watching this. However, I know that if I stop watching this, I'm never going to finish watching it.
0: What would have been your point of return? (laughs) I guess.
1: Their season three is good all the way through. Should have stopped. Okay. It is freaking fire. Season four is wishy-washy. Five has been bad the entire time, and then my favorite character died halfway, like in the mid-season finale. Sure. And now I'm in the second half of season five, and I hate everything.
0: Is that your advice to people who want to watch The Blacklist, is treat it like a three-season show?
1: Yeah. I would say don't go past season three. It's really not worth it, man. (laughs) It's really not. And to be honest, season two is good to the end. So if you want to hit it on a high, leave it season two.
0: (laughs) That's awful. Um,
1: I mean, like it's I feel like most shows um, are good. The first couple and then they trail off. And this one just is no exception. And there's a couple of them that get better after the first season because they have to figure out what's going on and maybe season 2 is the best and then 3 is even better. Like I heard like Game of Thrones is really good like in the middle. Yeah. Um and then the last ones suck and the first ones aren't as good cuz they were still figuring it out. This one is like we had it nailed down and it was good in the beginning and then after season 2, season 2 was a high, season 3 was good. Season 4 is okay. 5 is I'm too invested now. I have to keep watching.
0: So, while we're in our free bowling segment, I want to talk yes. about something it's not a show that I'm watching. This is a show I am actively avoiding. I have never, ever in my life been less interested in a show than
1: Euphoria. I'm so glad you said that. I'm in the same boat. I never, I am never going to watch Euphoria, bro.
0: I like. I don't know if it's because I'm cynical and it's popular. And because it's popular, I want to stay away from it.
1: I'm but, a huge proponent of, of hating things that people love. And More so, people should do it.
0: I just, I see clips and I see people talk about it and it just, it sounds like the most annoying teenagers I have ever met in a show together. Dude, like, what's
1: more fun than watching teenagers do drugs and have sex?
0: Yeah. So I'm just like, I'll pass on this one. Thanks. It, and like, the thing is, it is such a phenomenon. And like, I understand I'm in the minority here and I accept that, but it's gotten to the point where I have to mute key I have to learn what the keywords are on Euphoria and mute them on my timeline so I can browse it in peace every Sunday night.
1: So, hear me out. There's a this is a hot take. This is truly a hot take. Another show I'm never going to watch is The Witcher.
0: Yeah, um I'm kind of in that boat. Um I don't like The Witcher games. I've played both Witcher 2 and Witcher 3 several times to try to get there, to have them try to grab my attention and neither of them did that. So I have no interest in the Witcher television show by proxy. Um, So I, I definitely agree. I did. uh, Hey, this is the part where you learn that Craig just mutes things on Twitter that he doesn't enjoy. Um, I had to mute the phrase, toss a coin when season one came out because everybody, there's a song in it where the bard sings like, toss a coin to your witcher. And everybody was tweeting that phrase specifically. And I'm like, Nope, we're done.
1: Gross. We're done actually. Yeah. Not interested, bro. There's a couple other things that like, I might get around to like the new reacher. Yeah. I, yeah. I might. I
0: really like Alan Richardson or Alan Richardson. Hey, I really he's a like
1: in beast of a man. And he's, isn't he in Titans?
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's very like huge, crazy jawline superhero energy
0: yeah he is the only reason i would watch that
1: yeah i don't know anybody else yeah dude i listen man there's too much tv we talked about this so a couple, much tv Either last episode or the one before that like i'm already behind on marvel there is so much more than marvel that i'm also not going to get to it's just too much
0: and like so, whenever netflix cancels a show and everyone goes up in arms about it i'm like
1: i wasn't watching it anyway <laughs> Hey, like, dude, they brought back what? Like, The Manifest that was canceled, and Netflix brought it back. So many people love it. I'm like, hey, guys, there's other stuff for you to watch,
0: Now, like, Hulu is bringing back Futurama. I'm like, we're good, actually.
1: We have so much TV. There's so much else for you to watch. I'm over it, bro. I'm over
0: it. All right, Alex, what are we watching next week?
1: We're starting the decades.
0: This is our first theme that's ever... Come back and I'm excited about it.
1: And it's fire. So those of you who weren't around for last March, decades is when we do a movie from the nineteen thirties through the seventies. And it's always a good time, man. Uh, so th- it's
0: it's so good.
1: So our nineteen thirties movies that's starting off the beginning of March is modern times. And you might know it as the Charlie Chaplin movie. Now, does this movie have sound? We don't I know. I don't know. I don't know. Does this movie is this movie in color or is it black and white? Mm,
0: it is in black and white. Know. I do know that.
1: Well, that's a hit, but here's the thing, it's on HBO. So, Yes. Must be good. <laughs> I mean, never mind because <laughs> Euphoria is on H- <laughs> HBO. Um, but I don't know, I don't know anything about this movie. I've never seen a Charlie Chaplin movie before, but it's the 1930s. Last time we watched, I think Gone with the Wind? Yes. I'm freaking about it, dude. So I'm excited and this month is going to be dope
0: decades is our opportunity or at least this is how i look at it is i look at it as an opportunity to catch up on film history that i should know by now and and that's what i really choose decades for and and you'll see later in the month we're doing a hitchcock movie as well and it's like this is the theme where it's like we should get around to doing these movies yeah
1: i don't want some like second year film student come up and be like well have you ever watched i'm like man i'm getting around to it i get i have a movie podcast but i mean we're 75 episodes in like there
0: are so many movies
1: there are so many and they're still coming out so i'm not gonna catch up
0: (laughs) um but other than that my name is craig wells aka permanent handle
1: and i'm alex good aka alex good
0: have fun be safe and make good choices
1: and while you're at it Tell your mama said hi.
0: See you next week.
1: Deuces.